This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism, one exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that exceptional American? Well, I suspect you are. That's why you're listening to this radio show. So welcome aboard. A lot of things going on here on Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com, and of course, newcaliforniastate.com and NCS 51. Yep, both are up and running, and uh, one is uh, really starting to hum along. Thank you very much. There's no question about it. Big stories, though, that are coming up is um, violent crime in cities surges in summer amid pandemic and protest. Perfect storm of distress. And, you know, it's interesting. you got to just tell it like it is. The Democrats are creating chaos in, in their states, in their cities. That's really the that's really the uh, the very uh, heart and soul of this, isn't it? Right. Portland seems to be a big place, and of course, New York City with the Blasio, with the communists. Look at what he, he he's de- devolving the city into lawlessness. That's pretty obvious. I mean, you're getting everybody beat up on the head and shoulders and things like that going on now. It's just amazing what's happening. 
But this is the plan, ladies and gentlemen. This is the plan. And, of course, out here in California, you've got Gavin Newsom, Newsom, Mr. Dictator himself. Mr. Dictator himself. We're, you know, and again, it's uh, uh, no apologies. I'm not you know, apologizing for a reportage of the man, um, if that's what he is. He's a coward, basically, a bully and a thug. That's, they're all cowards who do the things that they're doing. And now they're shaming people for not wearing masks. Mask shaming going on, right? Kind of like if you're a Jew in Hitler's Germany. You're always shamed. Led the Kristallnacht. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting day. It's November 9th, 1939. Shocking date. Just so happened November 9th, 1989. The Berlin Wall fell. Don't you just find it interesting the way these things happen? <laughs> uh-huh. It's just amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. And, of course, you have this craziness going on in Portland. We were just talking about that. There's more, of course, going on. Um, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Charlie Kirk was on Fox News. And uh, he was talking about uh, the colleges and the universities that are out there. He says there, there should be a call to defund America's colleges and universities. I I couldn't be happier to hear that call. In fact, Charlie Kirk is going to be making that call in September at the New California State Convention. I'm sure everybody will be listening. Absolutely sure everybody's going to be listening. Charlie Kirk, Turning Point. We raised this issue on the show last week. Should universities be defunded? Joining me now is someone who has picked up the torch. He's run with it. Charlie Kirk, founder of Turning Point USA. Charlie, you started something called Divest U. What can you tell us about it? <laughs> so it's, di it's a program to get donors, especially center-right reasonable donors, to decommit their donations from universities that are directly contributing to the downfall of America. And so we launched the project officially today, DivestU.com, and I'm pleased to announce tonight that $7 million from a handful of donors has been de uh, decommitted from universities such as Harvard University and Baylor University because of their resistance to want to embrace free speech policies and ideas that are about, let's just say, the betterment of America. And look, Laura, divestment is a tactic that has been used by the radical left for decades. And we as conservatives, we inherently don't like boycotts. We don't like engaging in divestment. However, why would you voluntarily contribute to these universities uh, if yeah. you want a stable and decent country? Well, why do you want to give to someone who basically hates you? You know, you know that That's means right. hates, hates whatever traditional America, whatever you want to call it, uh, pre-COVID America. If you really want to change that and you hated that, then why do you, or you support people who tear down statues or throw paint at the Virgin Mary statue? Or, then why do you want to give money to that? So if if they want free speech and they don't, you know, come down on the side of looting and burning of America, then uh, I guess it, you know, it's fine to give money. But otherwise, uh, why why are you paying fifty thousand dollars a year in tuition too, Charlie, for online classes at some, yeah, some of the top universities? And that's low. Fifty thousand is low now for tuition, as you know. Right. And the colleges are actually exposing how much they've been ripping off students. I mean, they're now saying that they're not going to budge at all on tuition at Harvard. They're still going to charge over $50,000 a year for just a Zoom call. 
I mean, this is this is outrageous. And not to mention, you now have students that are going to perpetually study things that, quite honestly, do not matter and borrow money they don't have to find jobs that don't exist, and they don't get any sort of price adjustment from these universities. And the broader point is this: alumni and donors out there that are watching this are saying, "What can I do to help save our country?" Well, stop contributing your hard-earned <clears throat> dollars to the very power centers of the left that are the ones organizing and giving credibility to the most radical thinking. And there's a couple yeah. good colleges out there, Liberty University being one of them, but most of these colleges are committed to the downfall of America. Well, Hillsdale is another, and mm-hmm. I like University of Chicago. I still like Notre Dame and some other schools. And uh, but they're good. They're good professors at all these schools, but not enough. They certainly don't have the diversity they need. Charlie, it's great to see you tonight. Thanks so much. Well, divest you. <laughs> kind of like um, divest, you know, university. No other uh, plays on the word there, right? No other play on words. So what's going on with the schools? That's the other thing. Open the schools. Open schools. Just something that people um, should probably want to do, right? It's it's going to be interesting to see how the schools handle this whole hoax, the the uh, coronavirus hoax. Yeah, remember Jeff Barkey, Doctor Jeff Barkey. We're going to invite him to be on the show next week. He's the guy who stood out there in in Riverside at at the very beginning of this whole thing. He's a he's a doctor, um, quite an accomplished doctor, I might add. And he was railing against this whole COVID virus hoax. Period. It was a hoax. He saw, he saw it. Yeah, he's uh, he's of course got cures now for the hoax. <laughs> I mean, he's got if you if you have the COVID, you know, he's got some cures for it, and he's going to be on the show here next week. We're going to invite him on, and uh, he's going to tell give us the cure, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I really look forward to it. Actually, I'm very impressed. I was very impressed with his speech. We played his speech, of course, uncut here on Agenda Twenty One Radio, talking about the hoax. So divest you though. <laughs> Charlie Kirk will be with us. Um, He's going to be speaking at the convention. It's going to be a great convention. You know, we have this donor um, who donated a, a huge painting of the Trumps, the president, and Flotus, the first lady. And uh, it's a huge painting. It's like six feet wide and eight feet tall. It's museum quality. And, of course, the artist has three paintings right now in the White House. He's the only living artist with three paintings in the White House. So we're going to be... Um, that's going to be a present. It's actually going to be going from Virginia to the Republican convention, from the Republican convention all the way across the country to, and I guess it's going to, I, I was told this morning there's going to be escorts now following the, the truck, okay, and all the way to Fresno, California, where we're going to have our you know constitutional convention. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. Anyway, we're we're really happy to have that, and I want to thank our our many many um, people that are being involved with the, the new California State Convention because that's coming up. It's coming up, and we'll, we'll have more speakers and stuff. It's going to be interesting when you hear the lineup. You're going to go, wow. There's no doubt, New California is going to happen. It's happening. It's not going to woulda coulda because it is happening. Patriots are making a new state. We'll be back. 
We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer, to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my my pillows and get another one absolutely free. Call 800-266-4715. That's 800-266-4715. We'll use the promo code AGENDA. 800-266-4715. Promo code AGENDA. to you by Aram Solar. Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Aram Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now, shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Aram Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that possible. On. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROM Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, a ROM Solar. One five promo code AGENDA. There are enough laws on the books by Congress that are very clear in terms of how we have to enforce uh, our immigration system. (laughs) He's undoing the U.N. one community at a time. It's Paul Preston. school year inches closer questions over how to reopen classrooms is looming large. Some schools are opting for a so-called hybrid plan. Matt Finn went inside one such school in suburban Chicago. He's here with more. Hi, Matt. 
Julie, this Naperville school district is moving forward with its plans to reopen in a matter of weeks. Every morning, parents will have to digitally confirm that they're sending their children to school without a fever and without symptoms. And by the time classes actually start, students will be greeted with many more COVID precautions in place. <laughs> God. Each day, our children are taking risks by riding a bike, crossing the street. Um, and I just feel like this is worth the risk. This suburban Chicago mother is choosing to send three children back to school in about one month. My children learn best having a teacher in front of them. Naperville Central High School has roughly 2,700 students in an affluent Chicago suburb. This fall, students can learn entirely online or return to school for a hybrid year. This is what a classroom normally looks like. You can see the desks are clustered and facing each other to encourage collaboration. That will have to end. And the district also tells us that soft surfaces like this chair and throw carpet will have to be taken out because they can't be easily sanitized on a daily basis. And this is what the modified classroom looks like. The desks are all six feet Brother. apart. They're facing one direction, no collaboration. The district superintendent tells Fox News he feels confident with the district's plan that's within state guidelines. Listen, every person here, every idiot is wearing a mask. You know, the reporter, the superintendent, they've all bought in on the farce. Lines ...and is a work in progress, developed after input from community surveys and feedback from parents and 100 educators. We also have to be flexible and know that, you know, we can go fully online if we have to. Major school districts like Los Angeles already announced no classes this fall. We're just outside of Chicago where the power... Now, Matt Finn is maskless. He's outside. Teachers Union is also asking for no classes this morning. The city's mayor is set to announce her plan for this fall. Julie. Matt Finn, thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. And, you know, Julie's. I, I'm, why? Fox News people should be wearing masks, don't you think? <laughs> when they're on air. All on-air talent at Fox News should be wearing masks. Just, just say it, don't you think? I mean, just think about that. They should be wearing masks, too. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's a little thin. But, you know, come on. If we're all going to get it, listen, if Gavin Newsom is going to make sure that the gaming casinos are open and everybody else is closed, and if you pay the extortion fee, you might be able to open up. I mean, why not all Fox News people wear masks? Demand it. Demand it. Do you have to wear a mask going into the store? You need to be wearing a mask watching them on TV. They should feel the pain too, right? Not enough coverage um, on Newsom, though. Of course, none of the news outlets want to cover Newsom too much about what's going on. Except Agenda 21 Radio. I got some really big compliments yesterday uh, from people going, Wow, well, you know, you're the only one talking about this stuff, so let's just talk away, right? How about this one for the Gav? This is up on Agenda 21 Radio. A story by, looks, who is this? Who is this author of this story? And wait till I read you what it is. Speaking of the mask, speaking of the COVID virus. Oh, and the author is, drumroll please, our own Katie Grimes. California released 18,000 convicted criminals by the end of August. 
Now, as you know, he, he's uh, something like 8,000 inmates are going to be released by the end of this month, July. So, you know, what's another 18,000? Or do they have the numbers right? Let's see how they let's see how they break it down. Okay, because I might be ahead of myself here. I've read the story. I'm just teasing you. But the the headline's a little bit deceiving. California Correctional Officer Secretary apologizes to convicts for significant burden. This is no joke. I'm going to read you. I'm going to read it to you. While California is in another statewide lockdown. Of most businesses and wearing masks is mandatory, Governor Gavin Newsom is releasing convicted criminals from prisons and jails. Estimates of 8,000 inmates could be eligible for release by the end of August, in addition to the state's reduction of about 10,000 persons since the start of the pandemic. The California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation Secretary, Ralph Diaz, announced this week, however, instead of apologizing to law-abiding Californians, Secretary Diaz wrote a letter to, of apology to the convicted criminals for the significant burden you and your families continue to bear. The corrections agency announcement also apologizes for unnecessary incarceration. Then we have the letter. I'm not going to read the frickin' letter. Oh, except he says, we're glad the governor is taking ag- action to release more people. This is absolutely critical for the health and safety of every Californian. That's what he wrote. Too many people are incarcerated for far too long in facilities that spread poor health. Supporting the health and safety of all Californians means releasing people unnecessarily incarcerated and transforming our justice system. See, it's all about transforming the justice system, right? He also added, we aim to implement these decompression measures in a way that aligns with both public health and public safety. Man, is this just straight up Marxism or what? The language is telling pandemic emergency decompression efforts, she says. Outside of prisons and jails, Gavin Newsom ordered all law-abiding residents to wear masks and face coverings. However, no such order exists within the prisons and jails. If masks work, as the governor insists, why aren't inmates wearing them? See, this is another, which which is first, the casino or the egg? Oh, I'm not sorry, I, I, the casino or the prisons. I forgot that, right? So prisons, no masks. No masks. No moss masks. And casinos, no masks. And what's the nexus? Criminal behavior. No, I'm not saying that about the casinos, but you know we do know that their money. Those casinos paid a lot of money to the DNC. And by the way, last time I checked, Newsom says he's a a Democrat, but he really leans Nazi commie. That's what he leans. While businesses are forced to close again, the governor is letting another eight thousand inmates out of prison for a grand total of eighteen thousand convicted criminals on the streets. Throughout the state, Democratic mayors and city councils are calling for the defunding of police. People who do not live in dangerous inner cities are demanding police budgets be cut, all while Governor Newsom releases convicts from prisons and jails. These are some of the eligibility guidelines. Deemed high risk for COVID-19 complications. Not serving LWOP or condemned. Right, I mean, to death. 
having an assessment indicated low risk for violence, no high risk sex offenders. Uh huh. In, in this indica- they indicate that a, a convicted sex offender is who is required to register pursuant to Penal Code Section 290 and has been identified to uh, pose a higher risk of uh, to commit new sexual offenses. You think those urges are really hard for these people? I'm I'm t- I'm telling you, I've unfortunately had to work with them. I mean, really, I it's an unbelievable experience to have to work with. Uh, you know, registered sex offenders as teenagers, by the way. Yeah. So he sends out this letter. They got a copy of the letter here. With gratitude, Laufram Diaz, secretary, he says. Hey, no COVID for them. You know, see, when you go to jail, there is no COVID virus. It doesn't exist. When you go to the casino, no COVID for you there either. Go to the restaurant, have a drink, have fun, gamble, touch each other. Woo! Shocking. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. Death. Defense Enabling Assisting Framework protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow. And I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and here's my best offer ever you can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free call 800-266-4715 that's 800-266-4715 and use the promo code agenda 800-266-4715 promo code agenda for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Agenda 21 Radio is brought to you by Aram Solar. Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Aram Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now, shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Aram Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that possible. 
pops on. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROM Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, Aram Solar. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. Welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. We're going to be opening up the phone lines in just a few minutes. And I uh, wanted to uh, get that out there for you. Um, not making national headlines. Black mass shooter kills two random men in Indiana before being gunned down by CCW Holder. Oh, I didn't get this one in the mainstream media, did you? Of course, we... We don't really hang out so much with the mainstream media, even though Fox News appears to be trying hard to join the mainstream media. Um, let's see. Oh, exclusive Democrat fundraising machine, Act Blue Texas, caught paying out small sums of hundreds to hundreds of individuals for unknown purposes. Ah, here's one. Supreme Court declines to reinstate vote of one million Florida felons. Oh. <laughs> might, might that have something to do with... Um, with <laughs> I mean, seriously. Might that not have something to do with the upcoming vote? South Dakota governor. There were no new outbreaks after Trump 4th of July event. Man, Trump needs to get her on the ticket. I'm sorry, Mr. Pence, but, you know, this Christy Nome, I'm telling you, let's, let's play this one out. She is a gorgeous woman, but more importantly, she's an outstanding leader, an incredible leader. Um, it, it, it's just amazing how, what she's done in South Dakota and, you know, how strong she is in, in everything she does. So she was on Fox and Friends. I actually saw this interview, and they have it now in the Gateway Pundit. So I, wanna, yes, I am going to play it. But this is the this is the big story. They they, they jumped all over this. And I, this is really, this is this is why you listen to the, you look at the Gavin Newsom thing, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It says, uh, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome was blasted by liberal mainstream media for holding the 4th of July celebration at Mount Rushmore with President Donald J. Trump. The media warned Nome that coronavirus numbers would explode. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sound effects by Paul Preston. Would explode following the event where most of those in attendance chose not to. They were naked. <laughs> they they chose. <laughs> The word naked is all over the place this week because, you know, he, Gavin Newsom, 
the emperor has no clothes. He was laying it all bare naked. That's what that's from our grievance. <laughs> Everybody likes the grievance. I'm getting more feedback from this grievance and all the other grievances. We are aggrieved by his nudity. Anyway, the media warned Gnome that coronavirus numbers would explode following the event, where most of the attendants chose the attendees, those in attendance, chose not to wear masks at the historic event. On Friday, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem joined Fox and Friends to give an update on the situation in South Dakota. All right, all right. This is this is a this is a great. Let's see if we got this. Do we have it? No, no, no. Come on, you guys, playing games with me here on the video. Here we go. Let's see if we got this going on. States coast to coast continue to debate reopening plans amid the pandemic. One state, South Dakota, never closed. Yesterday, they reported 42 cases and four deaths, and about 87% of their total cases have recovered. The governor tweeting that, quote, the call to apply a one-size-fits-all approach is not leadership. Here to explain is the leader of South Dakota, Governor Christine Nome. Good morning to you, Governor. Good morning, Steve. Good to be with you. It's good to have you as well. Uh, South Dakota never did close, and and you were emphatic about that. Uh, There's not been a mask mandate. I know you took a lot of criticism because of the uh, Mount Rushmore event. Uh, Mm -hmm. Were there any breakouts after that? No, actually, we're doing really good. Uh, We would start to see that a few days ago, and we continue to decline. I think what we did here in South Dakota is really remarkable because we gave people their freedom. Uh, We let the businesses stay open. We let uh, people go to work. Mm -hmm. We told them to be smart. And we also asked um, them to be personally responsible, and we're seeing the benefits of that each and every day in South Dakota. Sure, and I know that uh, you were with us a couple of months ago talking about how Mm -hmm. um, what you were doing was you were protecting Mm -hmm. the vulnerable people you know, yep. over 65, uh, and anybody with a comorbid condition. But at the same time, there were mm-hmm. spots in your state that were trouble. Uh, some of the packing plants, meat packing plants were a problem, and so you addressed it that way. Rather than shut everything down, you were like a laser focusing on those. We did. In fact, we, uh, according to the national experts, did everything wrong. We, uh, we did what the people on the ground saw. We aggressively addressed those situations and came out better for it. So uh, I really think the people of South Dakota stepped up. They did the right thing, and uh, they trusted me. I trusted them, and they made the right decision. Uh, in addition to running the state of South Dakota, uh, we've got some images of you over the weekend. You were at a professional bull riding yeah. Uh, event. It was the first major indoor sporting event with fans since March. How important was it to you that you would ride in bringing the flag? <laughs> well, that was America. Uh, you know, this was the first major sporting event indoors with spectators. Uh, they prayed before the event. Uh, they sang the national anthem. I was just proud to be there. This this was a perfect example of uh, what makes this country great. And uh, these people are athletes. They wanted to do what they were good at. And it reminded all of us about how special this country is and how important our liberties are. Indeed. And as we look at the COVID numbers, they are staggering. Uh, But if you had advice to other governors real quickly, what would you say? Yeah, trust your people. Uh, Don't lay down mandates that are going to hinder the ability that they need to really get Mm -hmm. through this difficult time. Trust them. Give them the facts. Let them make decisions that are right for their families. Indeed. All right. Uh, Governor, thank you very much for joining us today from South Dakota. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it.
Well, you know, let's have this. Let's have a frank conversation about this. Um, you know, uh, let's. Well, let's. Yeah, let's let's do this. I I don't want to play for you. I think we have enough time. Do we have enough time? Yeah, we think we do. Um. No, I don't think I. Maybe in the next hour, I'll play it. Um, I'm going to go back to the gateway. Got to go back to the gateway pond in here. I'm th- what I'm thinking. I'm going to play that speech again that she made. Um, the speech that uh, Christine made, and that was the one where uh, just before Donald Trump spoke at Mount Rushmore. I think that was a tryout speech myself for the vice presidency. I, I know everybody says, "Well, it's going to be Trump Pence." You know, I don't know. I you know. Donald Trump changes things when he needs to change. And he also knows how to strategically place talented people in the right places that he needs them. Now, I'm, if it sounds like I'm setting some, uh, something up for you, I think I am. <laughs> I, just, I just think I'm openly speculating. I think I'm probably right. But I think there's probably another place for Pence in the administration where he's going to be best utilized. Now, I want you to think about this. What has he been doing? Now, just from a personnel standpoint, what has he been doing? He's been running the COVID virus thing, hasn't he? And uh, by the way, you can call in if you want, 215-867-8255. If you got the Christy Gnome thing going on and you want to talk about that, um, which is what I'm talking about right now. Um, but he's been doing Okay. Think about this. If you have Pence, if you have Pence move to the United Nations in your Donald Trump in the next administration, and you bring in Christy Nome as the vice presidential candidate, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Now, I think. Pence, he's 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 discussed the United Nations thing, and again, um, I think this would be an you know remember it was Nikki Haley. Now I don't know who they have now. Um, I'm sorry, I don't. But if Pence was to step in there, now you're taking our one of our best representatives to the United Nations in a long time. He could do a lot of damage control at the United Nations for the Trump administration because really what you have is a, a lot of tin pot dictators there you know, everybody who has a country that has 2,000 people and it, it's called a country can vote against the United States right and destroy the United States if need be right and then you bring in Christy Nome as the vice presidential candidate I'm just saying I I think that's a pretty good idea Listen, this girl rocks. She's she's got she's got a great leadership mind. Absolutely. And what she done? Look at what she did with the COVID virus in in South Dakota. Well, they don't have the population. They have a population. She got the she got the she had a problem in the meatpacking companies. We know that. Common sense prevailed, though. She let the people do the things. She trusted the people. The people trusted her and her leadership style. And guess what? They're down to nothing. But, you know, this is what these 50 states are all about, by the way. They're laboratories to see what works and what does not work. 
Now, the classic example is what's going on over here out here in California. You have a runaway dictator. There's something. See, in South Dakota, the legislative pro is still three co-equal branches of government. They still have a bicameral legislature. In California, it's not that way. You have a dictator, which means that you have eliminated in the power-sharing structures of the three co-equal branches, you've eliminated the legislature. Now you have the power all condensed with the judiciary, which is, of course, very, very friendly to the dictator, the executive. That's why you have it. See, the, the, the whole configuration of what they have as a state in South Dakota and the rest of the Union is completely off kilter from California. California is the exception legislatively to, or not legislatively, but from a governance model to everybody else. So is it a surprise we have a dictator? Is it a surprise we're broke as a joke? Because they've been spending money wildly and now they're out of it. They're out of money. And not not only are they out of money, but this infrastructure for them to ta get taxes in is it an undeniably dishonest system, destructive system. Some people call it socialism. I like to call it communism. That's what I like to call it because that's what it is. This is how it is in a communist land, and it gets worse. It'll get worse before it gets better. Now, we were very straight up here on Agenda 21 Radio because we got this new California thing going on. We get it. We, we we are in touch with the Constitution, and we're originalist Constitution, you know, constitutionalists. We're not this, uh, the Obama model. You know, the Constitution, it's an imperfect document. That's not true. <laughs> what What's perfect? His interpretation of the Constitution? See, the, how'd that work out for eight years with him, huh? How did that work out? It did not work out well, not even remotely well. Anyway, just saying. Just kind of a crazy little thing going on here, right? We've just got so many things happening, too. With the New California Statement. See, we are only we are the only quasi-government structure in California that's the correct structure, the little federal model in New California. That's what we have. And we're, we've still got the training wheels on. This is what I tell we're still we're still in the developmental stages of this. We're gonna be progressing to where, you know, in in the very near future, as we get out and get our constitution built, we're gonna and that's gonna be one of the next projects we have going on. That's gonna be the big deal. That is gonna be the big, big deal. So this is what we have going on, ladies and gentlemen. We have a situation out here where it's lawless. We have a runaway governor. We have a runaway government. Their taxation is over the top. They've run off the businesses as part of the infrastructure development, part of the legislative process, a part of the bureaucracy that's developed over the years. We are a straight bureaucratic dictatorship, period. It's socialism slash communism slash Nazism, fascism. I, all those words are all, all the isms are here. And this is what it looks like. If you're into giving money, to the DNC, 
then guess what? No mask for you. You're not the Jew. But if you have to mask up to go into a business, those businesses are telling you, you are the Jew. And boy, are they condemning too. See, what what they have done is they've weaponized the businesses now against you if you don't wear a mask. See how powerful this is? And businesses don't have any lawful authority. And by the way, it's against the law. If you go in and say, I'm going to shop here, it's against the law for them to deny you the opportunity to go and shop if you have a medical condition. That's a fact. That is a fact. But that's okay. Forget the laws. There's no laws that say that the governor has the authority to make you wear a mask. Or that he has the authority to tell businesses to wear a mask. Shocking what the uh, governor is doing, isn't it? But that's okay because it's all for you. You you hear people say, it's for you. We're doing this all for you. Really? Doing what? Setting us up for imprisonment? I like to kind of think of it that way. You know, I I really do. Anyway, back... um, did we do that one? Yes, we did. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the uh, the recent. We're going to dive into the recent California Globe here. Um, here we go. Sacramento Public Schools promoting Black Lives Matter on school boards. Mark open Marxism in California schools. Now this is one I like this. Governor Newsom sued. Here we go. Governor Newsom was sued by three churches over COVID-19 singing ban. The state does not have the jurisdiction to ban houses of worship from singing praises to God. On Wednesday, Governor Gavin Newsom was sued by three Northern California churches over a July 1st order to stop all singing and chanting activities in houses of worship. First Amendment right, anybody? <laughs> the lawsuit filed by Calvary Chapel of Ukiah, Calvary Chapel of Fort Bragg, and River of Life Church in, in Oroville is asking for an injunction to be put in place against California Department of Public Health against the singing and chanting order. Other guidelines in Newsom's order, such as limiting service attendance to 25% capacity or a maximum of 100 attendances, have not been challenged yet. While the orders recommended singing remotely at home the suit noted that singing violated that <laughs> noted that singing violated freedom of speech through the first amendment on or about july 2nd 2020 following um, implementation of the worship ban when asked to explain whether people should heed newsom's mandate and avoid large crowds and gatherings newsom refused to place the the same restrictions on protesters and explained, we have a constitution, we have a right to free speech, and further stated that we are all dealing with a moment in our nation's history that is profound and pronounced, do what you think is best, explained the lawsuit. The church has also raised the point that while large groups of people have been allowed to gather in recent George Floyd protests, the governor specifically banned singing in houses of worship and no other place. 
We've been doing it outside and under tents, but that has posed a lot of problems, says Sadie Wilson, a choir leader at the Church of Humboldt in Humboldt County in an interview with The Globe. Older members aren't great in heat. There are bugs, and it it's, uh, tires them out very easily. We need to be indoors for this, but it, besides practice, we can't really do it on Sundays, even though it's pretty integral to our religion. Robert Taylor, one of the lawyers for the church, has said in a statement that the state does not have the jurisdiction, does not have the jurisdiction to ban houses of worship from singing praises to God. California leaders and health experts have um, contend that singing, especially without masks, is dangerous and can greatly increase COVID-19. Respiratory droplets from those infected are greatly increased with singing with close quarters singing of choirs leading, making the the chances of transmission much higher. While the governor's office has not yet released a statement in reply to the lawsuit being filed, medical experts have defended the governor's decision. They must be... uh, This is only temporary, explained Nora Rigas. (laughs) Rigas, like rigor mortis. A... a nurse who works in a, at a treatment center whose duties include accompanying some groups to their local churches on Sundays and Saturdays told the Globe. It's not an attack on religion. It's just a way to keep people safe and lessen the risk for vulnerability. Blah, blah. No, it's really not. The synagogues and Catholic and Lutheran churches I've gone to with my patients to always socially distance themselves and have special sections away from the crowd. Right. There you go. We'll be back. You're listening to Agenda 21 Radio. And sing your hearts out this Sunday. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. Death. Defense-enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and here's my best offer ever you can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free call 800-266-4715 that's 800-266-4715 we use the promo code agenda 800-266-4715 promo code agenda for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit my pillow. Agenda 21 Radio is brought to you by Aram Solar. 
Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Rom Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now, shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Rom Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that pops on. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROM Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, a ROM Solar. Duh. Back to Agenda 21 Radio with your host, Paul Preston. And we're back here on Agenda 21 Radio. We're going to be talking to Stephanie Lynn D'Urso. Thank you, Trump.com. She's the chair for the South Dakota fundraising for Trump. <laughs> South Dakota is just making a, a real um, play here on <laughs> Agenda 21 Radio. I, I'm telling you, it's just uh, Bill would force companies to give board seats to minority candidates. Oh, there you go. California's foya gras ban overturned by district court. Uh huh, foie. Foie, I guess it's called. French for fat liver. Foie gras. Oh, okay, that's what it is. The fat, yeah, it's the goose, goose or duck. California's foie gras. I'm sorry. En français, parlez-vous français, oui, oui. <laughs> Should, you know, I, I understand French. I used to, it took three years of French. Two years of Latin and three years of French. Why did I do that? No idea, but you know, foie gras. This is, in other words, U.S. Central Court District Judge Will, Stephen Wilson ruled that foie gras, French for fat liver, of goose or duck, can once again be sold in California, overturning an eight-year ban on the luxury food. Go figure. Eight-year ban. Domestic worker Cal OSHA protection expansion bill set for assembly hearing. Really, they're doing something in the assembly. And then thousands, 100,000 mail-in ballots rejected by California election officials in March primary. Wow. Do you think that might have made a difference? Anyway, stay with us. More to come here in Agenda 21. Stay strong, America. We are exceptional America. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. You're listening to Paul Preston's Agenda 21 Radio. Stay tuned for more of Paul Preston's Agenda 21 Radio. This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network. 